Murphy's Bedtime Stories. Murphy's. Say chapter three. Happily. Mr. Gum lays his plans. Mr. Gum laid his plans. Like the horror he is. Oh, like a whole head. Good. Now, can you say that in a British accent? Um, what? Good job. I want the, the next morning, Mr. The next, the next morning, Mr. Gum, the next, uh, the next morning, Mr. Gum, stop. The next morning, hey, uh, um, the next morning, Mr. Gum was in the butcher shop. The butcher was a scrawny old man called Billy William the Third, yeah. and no one knew what the third bit meant. I reckon he was in prison when he was younger, Wait, and his number was Billy three," William said Jonathan Ripples, the, the biggest man in town. Maybe it's because he's the maybe it's because he's the third nastiest person in town," said the little girl called Peter. "Tell you what I think," said Martin Laundriette, who ran the Laundriette. When he was a young man, he was probably in prison and... Hey, said Jonathan Ripples, stop stealing my ideas. Shut up, said Martin Laundriette. Why don't you go on a diet? Of course, Billy William III had his own theory. It's because I'm actually royalty, he would tell anyone foolish enough to listen. I'm third in line. It's because I'm actually royalty, he would tell anyone foolish enough to listen. I'm the third in line for the throne of England after them geezers. I'm the third in line for the throne of England after them other geezers. Yeah. He always pronounced England in this way. Other words he said funny were hospital, fountain, and funny. Nobody believed Billy, Billy William III's story about being royalty except for Billy William Dad, himself. why is that funny? Uh, well, I think we'll hear later how he says the words. Nobody believed Billy William III's story about being royalty except for Billy William himself. And even he didn't believe it most of the time. But I think we'll find out this chapter. But he enjoyed lying. It made him laugh. Not a nice laugh like you and I would do, but a sneaky old laugh in the inside where nobody else could see. Anyway, forget it. The important thing is that Mr. Gum had gone to Old B.W. the Third's butcher shop, Ew, which was called Mr. Billy William the Third's Right Royal Meats. Is that Mr. Gum? That's Billy William. Uh, Do you want to describe the picture? So, stop. <laughs> so, um, there are things, um, it's meat. hanging, there's meat hanging off the ceiling. And there's a list in the back, and it's a bar, and there. Like a counter, yeah. And That's... there. What is that? Oh, I think those are flies. Ew, and there are flies in a bowl, and there's hail on the table. I think it's his butcher shop. Billy William III's right royal meats. And so he went to old BW III's butcher shop, which. Uh, which he called and Billy Williams. And there's a person that has a hat on. Uh, so he, he went to buy the biggest load of meat he could get his hand, angry hands on. He had a plan. 
I've got a plan, he told Billy William. Next time that whopper of a dog comes to play in a Milan. Well, he better watch out, that's all. My plan is the best. I could be lying down all the meat and poison it so when that barking fatty eats it, he'll fall down dead, guessed Billy William. Maybe I am, said Mr. Gum, a little annoyed that the butcher had guessed his plan so quickly. Wait, is Billy William a bad guy? Oh, uh, you can decide. Um, he had been looking forward to explaining it in detail and impressing wait, wait, Billy William with his cleverness and bad heart. Um, talking of a bad heart, said the butcher, there's three pounds of it. It's been sitting out in the sun since last Tuesday. That ought to poison him, and no mistake, me gummy old slipper. Billy on Mr. Gunside? Yeah. It sounds like it. He's helping him. Okay, then he's back. Why did you leave it sitting out in the sun? Said Mr. Gum, taking the horrible sloppy bag from the disgusting butcher. I like watching the flies go mad over it, laughed Billy Orm. They're funny. You see, that was how he pronounced the word funny. It's the funniest sight in all of England. I laughed so hard, I nearly had to go to the hospital. Well, then... Well, thank you, me old gobbler, said Mr. Gum, handing over some money that Billy William would later discover to be made out of lies and broken promises. And with that, he left the shop. Out in the high street, Mr. Gum remembered he hadn't been nasty to anyone for over ten minutes. He looked around for any children who might be playing or just walking or anything. It didn't really matter what they were doing. Even reading a book would be fine. Just some children he could be nasty to. But there were none to be seen, so he went and bought a newspaper. He opened it up at a photo of a 10-year-old boy who just won the World Record Cup Award for secret. (laughs) He opened it up to a photo. Yeah. What's the next word? Like, what's the other word he Oh, Funty, Ingerlin, and Hopital. Ingerlin. Yep. And Fountain. I don't know. He opened it up. He opened up the newspaper that a photo of a 10-year-old boy who just won the World Record Cup reward for secret burping. What's secret burping? Good question. Hey, so they shall do nicely, said Mr. Gum, and he scowled at the photograph all the way home, hardly even looking where he was going. At one point, he tripped over a stove, which made him, made him feel like the burper was somehow beating him. But that only made him scowl harder than ever. You see, I've won again, he said with a proud smile, which he quickly turned back into a scowl. Back home, Mr. Gum locked all the doors and windows, even the broken ones. Then he sat down to think on the old sailor's chest, which stood in the front of the hall. It was a beautiful old thing made of mahogany, which is a type of wood called... (laughs) It was a beautiful old thing made of mahogany which is a type of wood called mahogany. And it was carved all over with amazing scenes of life at sea. It was made of mahogany, which is a wood called mahogany. Uh. And it was carved all over with amazing scenes of life at sea, with waves and whales and tall ships. Mr. Gum had owned the sailor's chest. So wood was made out of wood? Well, mahogany is a, a kind of wood called mahogany. Mr. Gum had owned the sailor's chest for over 40 years, 
but he had never once taken the time to appreciate its beauty. What's more, Mr. Gum had never once thought to open the beautiful chest and see what was inside. Had he done so, it might have been a very different story indeed. It might have been Mr. Gum's chuckling adventure, because I'll tell you something. That old chest had once belonged to a sailor called Nathaniel Surname. <laughs> called Nathaniel Surname, the hero of the high seas. One Tuesday long ago, he had saved a Spanish village from being destroyed by a terrible pirate called... <laughs> Sorry. He saved a Spanish village from being destroyed by a terrible pirate called Kevin. Kevin? Kevin, yes. A terrible <laughs> pirate called Kevin. A terrible... It's the dread pirate Kevin. The dread pirate Kevin. What's the dread pirate He was just... He was just a pirate named Kevin. What's the one from As a prize, the village presented Nathaniel with a chest, which was absolutely stuffed full of chocolate. Not just any old chocolate, mind you, but special chocolate made, at, made by the dolphins of the region. And it might just be legend, but some said it was magic chocolate with fantastic powers. And they always whispered when they... Oh, sorry. Some said it was magic chocolate with fantastic powers. And they always whispered when they said it. Which is why it's written so small. Wait, can I see? Right there. Yeah. Where? Wait, where? Do you want to whisper it, Ada? Say, magic chocolate with fantastic powers. No. Dad, can I? Where is it? Say, magic chocolate with fantastic powers. Magic chocolate. Stop. Yes, Wait, it sounds more magical that way. How Wait, the Dad, can I see where the words are? How the chest ended up in Mr. Gum's house, nobody knows. But there had stood for over 40 years, unloved and unopened. As a result, Mr. Gum had never discovered Nathaniel's sugar, sugary treasure, which was, just goes to prove that angry people always miss out on the rewards. They are so busy sniping and griping that they never see the good things around them. As the famous song says, <clears throat> you've got to have eyes, eyes for the lovely things of life. You've got to, you've only got eyes for the horrid and the bad. Have you gonna, how you gonna get, I said, how you gonna get, I said, how you gonna get the chocolate you deserve. Yeah, yeah, you wanna sing the chorus? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> You've got to have eyes, eyes for the amazing joy and stuff. You've only got eyes for old walnuts filled with spit. How you gonna get, I said, how you gonna get, I said, how you gonna get the chocolate you deserve? Chorus and then guitar solo. Repeat chorus with ostrich <laughs> Repeat chorus with ostrich. <laughs> Repeat chorus with ostrich noises to fade. 
So it was that Mr. Gum found himself sitting on a sailor's fortune of what may have been magic chocolate. Dad, it with ostrich noises. <laughs> okay, I'll sing it. You do the ostrich noises. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dad, yeah. what do you... I don't know. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was beautiful, Miriam. So it was it, Mr. Ostrich fart. <laughs> technically, I, I guess that's technically, yes, an ostrich noise. So it was Mr. Gum found himself sitting on a sailor's fortune of what may have been magic chocolate in terrible ignorance, hatching evil. How do I know these catwalks are going to be rotten enough? He asked himself presently. I'd better try it. <laughs> I'd, better ch I'd better try eating one myself. If it kills me, then I'll know it's rotten enough to use on that big woofer. He took out a cow's heart and opened his mouth wide. This is one of the craftiest things I've ever done, he chuckled, raising the smelly greenish red meat to his lips. I'm a very clever man. Mr. Gum was just about to take a bite. When he realized this might not be such a clever idea after all. He was going to eat it to see if it, was, if it would actually kill him. He put the heart back in the bag and thoughtfully scratched his beard. Not the beard that grew on his chin, but a spare one that grew on the wall that he used for scratching. <laughs> that, he used, <laughs> that he used for scratching at from time to time. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, he scratched Yes, he thought he put the heart back into the bag and thoughtfully scratched his beard. Not the beard that grew on his chin, but a spare one that grew on the wall that he used for scratching at from time to time. Scratching it. <laughs> in the end, he decided to soak the rotten hearts in rat poison, just to be sure. It can't fail, he cackled. Oh, Dogger is in for a surprise. He won't like it all.